0: This week's podcast is dedicated to Lawrence Coppert. Lawrence would have been 39 years old today, his birthday, had he not taken his life in 2005. I often wonder what Lawrence would be doing right now. He could be on a tropical beach somewhere, looking into the eyes of someone he's fallen madly in love with while his children play in front of him, feeling pure bliss and joy. Because when we're in that moment, and I've been there myself, We feel utter desperation, that we're useless, that everyone hates us and that there's no way out. But what I say is, please just wait another day. Start again tomorrow and try again. Because that is only a moment and the future holds different things to what you may expect. So if anything, I just want this dedication to go out there in the hopes that someone else listening will just wait another day, try again tomorrow and try again tomorrow after that because you never know what happiness is waiting for you around the corner. So without further ado, let's bring on the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the 4TN News Podcast with your host, James Coffnitz. Oi, oi. How you all doing? Welcome back. It's really good to be talking to you all again. This is the 410 News Podcast, and I am your host, James Copper. Now, for those regular listeners, I may sound a little bit different tonight. That's true, and that is because I'm not very well. But we're going to keep going for as long as my voice lasts. It didn't help last night that my team scored 6-0 uh, and left me cheering rather loudly. But we are back, and I've got a bumper show for you. I'll explain why we weren't on air last, last week in a minute. But before I do that, I just want to say a massive thank you. This little independent podcast is seeing numbers grow each episode and that is entirely down to you. Just for example, a few weeks ago, only one person downloaded it in Australia and the week after that a few more and the week after that a few more Aussies downloaded it. So it's spreading by word of mouth and it just keeps going on and on. So if you are that Aussie who's been telling your friends, please email me at 40nnewspodcast at gmail.com as I want to give you a massive shout out on the show. We've seen new listeners in Deutschland, Guten Tag, and even India, which blew my mind, and many more as well. We've seen a big jump in the USA and a really big jump right here in the UK. My, my advertising budget is zero, and this podcast actually costs me money to host. It takes a lot of time to research and write, so I just want to thank every single one of you who subscribed or just told a friend. We're coming up to the spooky season soon, so it's a perfect opportunity to let someone else you know that there's this new independent tiny podcast out there worth listening to that gives you the rundown of paranormal news each week. Talking of which, a big shout-out to Andrew Brace in Scarborough, who got in touch to say that he's listening and enjoying the show. Big up, Andrew. Much love and blessings to you, and many thanks for getting in touch. I so look at these numbers of people that are listening every single week and know that they relate to actual human beings. Humans that are into the same weird and wonderful stuff that I am. So I just want to start a new feature at the end of each show. If you're listening, please email me your name, where you're listening from, and in brief, what is your most 40N experience that got you interested in all this stuff? And then I'll read them out at the end of each show. For me, this is about building a community. So let's keep it going. We are a little behind schedule again this week and this is due to my children developing some Covid symptoms meaning that I had to book one of the tests. Same reason that I'm not too well today the same kind of symptoms so I do apologize for the kind of wheezing and breathing that you can hear it's not very attractive I know but I don't know if it made international news but basically the testing government website in the UK hasn't been working properly and it meant I spent 36 hours repeatedly inputting the details, trying to book a test, and then ended up catching up with my full-time work, working through the night just to make up my hours, which meant I got about two hours sleep a night. So unfortunately, it left no time to write and record the show. But we're here now, and that is what is important. And we have a two-week bumper show for you. And just to say, they did test negative for the virus, thank goodness. Um, It does seem that the newspapers are becoming braver in reporting 40N subjects. And dare I say, it's almost becoming mainstream, leaving us with lots of wonderful stories and articles to digest. I keep forgetting to mention, but if you are interested in reading the articles and watching the videos I am talking about, if you follow 40N News Podcast on the Flipboard app, I try and collate all the articles there for people to see. So come on over and say hi. And can I just say, before we go on to the news... I want everyone to download the Grave Talks podcast. Out this week is an episode of the Grave Talks called A Better Understanding, A Conversation with James Copper. And that name may ring a bell because obviously that is me. So if some of you are crazy enough to not have enough of my ramblings here, Um, I did a really interesting interview with with Tony uh, talking about my childhood where I had imaginary friends that weren't actually imaginary that would change in each house I go to that I'd play with and things would move. Uh, They were actually there as as, as spirits that I could see and interact with. To going into a medieval haunted house where we lived where so many negative things kind of occurred that people thought my my family was cursed. Um, Paranormal activity... Um, Poltergeist activity Full blown apparitions The lot occurred there Really interesting conversation that we had We went on lots of different journeys um, um, Amongst that time in the conversation Tony is an absolute brilliant interviewer Um, His shows are so Polished and professional They really are They're they're kind of a standard that I can only dream of The guy Analyses things in his shows in a really intelligent way And at the same time He's also absolutely hilarious What I love about Tony as well is he's been doing this for a long, long time and yet his shows absolutely bleed with a passion for the paranormal and supernatural. You could tell he's so passionate and interested and wanting to seek more answers and everything like that. Um, I can't say enough positive things about him. And and, on top of all that, he's just a genuinely lovely guy. So Tony, if you're listening, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And I urge every single one of you, to uh, go and download The Grave Talks. First of all, listen, obviously, to um, my interview and then listen to all the others. And then if you want to get scared, want to hear some ghost stories, go and listen to Real Ghost Stories Online, which is an absolute classic legendary podcast. Definitely worth a listen to. Uh, Thank you very much, Tony so um if you remember last talking of weird things if you remember last week i spoke about a lighter that suddenly appeared and my friends that had left houses uh, candles being lit um and how i thought that was quite cool it stops being cool quite quickly and it's turned into something rather annoying and i will fill you in with those details right at the end of the show but without further ado here is this week's 40n news before the ghostly goings-on that occurred in the news this week. The first story is from Australian news site Honey, who ran an article showing footage that Reddit user Blunder Defect posted on the popular app. The footage came from the user's security camera, which keeps an eye out on his car. Just before midnight, a wispy shape walks across the shot. What is really compelling in this footage is the figure seems to hold no real fluid shape. It's like smoke taking up the spaces of parts of where a human body would be. And yet, at the same time, there's absolutely no doubting that it is moving in a way that only a human being can achieve. The understated evidence have left many Reddit users convinced of its veracity. Although no one has asked what type of car is part there. Maybe it was a Rolls-Royce Phantom. The Mirror Online reported a story of a man whose flatmate was getting terrified each morning while getting ready for work because despite knowing that he was alone, he could hear the door in their apartment open and close every single day. So what they did was set up a field camera in the front room. A field camera only starts recording when motion is detected and they were hoping to catch what they thought would be an intruder who they assume must be checking the door to see if they're home before trying to burgle them. Instead, what they saw was the door open slowly at first until a sudden pull slams it into the wall behind and later on the door closes again seemingly by itself. Of course, most people thought this could be due to air pressure until the person who owned the video confirmed that the door was originally locked. The next stage is to place a camera on the other side of the door to try and gather evidence from both sides to see what is causing this to occur. And of course, if it's reported... I will give you the update right here on the 40N News podcast. Also in the mirror, Naomi Hudson-Reed and her family claim they've been plagued by a poltergeist. As if it wasn't enough hearing the doors in a home slammed shut by themselves, footsteps above on empty floors, and screams and screeches heard over the baby monitor, which I assume wasn't of the baby. This activity would be terrifying enough. But Naomi's family started having baby toys going off in the night and she would see shadows darting around the room as soon as they started renovating the house. The noises have even had them checking the loft for intruders. This all climaxed when Naomi took a picture of a vase and in the background saw the image of a man's face. She repeated the process to check if it appeared again as some sort of optical illusion and reflection but the face of the man with the receding hairline only appeared once and the family are now even considering moving. Local UK paper, Gloucestershire Live, reported that the Gloucestershire Paranormal Investigation Service have found the Gordon Ramsay of the spirit world at the New Inn Hotel. The spirit is most active in the kitchen, and when the place is messy, it gets cross and starts smashing plates. Using a structured light sensor camera, the team managed to capture evidence of a figure who would raise his arms in response to the team's requests. It would be interesting to know if the team managed to capture any EVPs of the so-called Gordon Ramsay Ghost, but if they did, would it sound like this? Scottish newspaper The Daily Record told the story of the Clutewell, an original Celtic site reputed to be able to heal people by dipping your clothes, or known locally as cloots in the well, then tying them to nearby trees to rot, thus removing your ailments. In the past, people would even leave their children there to sleep overnight, hoping that spirits would heal them and then pick them up the next day as good as new. The reason this was in the news is because the GOB ghost hunters were doing a live stream of their visit to the site, which is reputed so screams and mystical lights appear at night. The pair revealed that they enjoyed the sight during the day, but at night, these hardened investigators who don't normally feel scared got the feeling of being surrounded and felt an unnatural terror while also hearing bangs around them, a feeling not dissimilar to one when I was doing a gig in a pub in nearby Inverness. The live feed was being viewed by 400,000 fans who spotted a spirit which they all described as being a witch. Although the ghost hunters didn't see the image at the time, they were inundated with people sending in screenshots of this entity, with the sight having strong links to the witches of old. They describe her as a withered old lady, very small in stature but with a walking stick and a cape around her shoulders. She has a very white, thin face and two black eyes, and her hair was blowing in the wind. As I'm not a misogynist who wants to persecute women, I'm going to state that what the team saw was a lovely old lady, who probably made them feel terror because they were in Scotland, and they were English. Again, like my gig in this bar in Inverness. Staying with the Daily Star newspaper, one woman managed to film her pussy even though it was dead. The paper reported that Reddit user Clotion was shocked that on the anniversary of a cat passing named Blackjack, that she saw the pet curled up on the sofa and turned on the light and then saw him there even more clearly. She checked her home surveillance footage to see if it was caught on camera so that she could share her pussy with the world. Interestingly, the cat can be seen on the footage as a faint image, almost like a watermark. The owner walks into the room and immediately looks shocked to see her furry friend laying there, so turns on the light only to see the feline appear as clear as day. This is now igniting the age-old debate of do animals have souls? What do you think? Email me and let me know. Staying with the theme of pets, and TikTok user Makeup by Eileen had uploaded footage from her Furbo dog camera onto the popular app. Eileen, something I also do when I'm dizzy, was surprised to watch footage of her two dogs who start to frantically bark And while this is occurring, the corner of her blanket begins to be lifted off the ground before being dropped again, something that happens numerous times in the footage which lasts for around 10 seconds. This is spooky and weird evidence. Even the movement of the blanket, enchanted into animation by some unseen force, is peculiar. Another piece of pet cam footage was also published by a different dog's owner who was working a night shift. He stated that his neighbour had lots of weird stuff happen in her apartment, but he didn't expect it to happen at his home. The footage, which was uploaded to Reddit, shows his two dogs who suddenly seem to notice someone in the room. One dog barks, then immediately squeals and bows in a submissive way a dog does when it's scared. As soon as the dog barks, you can hear a female voice instruct the dog to be quiet. Something I am used to hearing, hence why I do a podcast. Despite this, he said there was no one in the room or in his apartment at all at the time. COVID-19 has halted the filming of I'm a Celebrity in Australia. So with the usual British version, where celebrities sit in the hot Aussie jungle, surrounded by exotic wildlife, the producers decided instead to hold us in the nearest, closest version to that as possible. A castle in Wales surrounded by rain, sleet and, um, sheep. However, North Wales Live reports they may be social distancing from more than just each other. Gurich Castle is reputedly haunted. Even its own website claims that real-life encounters by visitors are commonplace. The paper spoke to an ex-manager who retold his story. He stated that it was outside when the chain on the main gates rattled and then he heard footsteps running towards him when there was no one in sight which stopped right in front of him. Worker Jenny stated that while she was on the stairs, it felt like the handrail gave way to absolutely nothing before she felt herself being propelled forward upstairs in exactly the same spot that the castle's butler had died. The newspaper's very own reporter, Sarah Hodgson, had her own experience where she said she felt on the verge of tears for no reason a feeling I often get while watching I'm a Celebrity presenters Anton Deck, before seeing a flash of a woman, thought to be former resident, Lady Emily Esther Anne Ligon. Investigations have also taken place at the castle, with the most activity found in the Countess's Tower, which features unexplained noises, EVPs captured, and a white lady appearing, thought to be the Countess of Dundonald. How these spirits will feel vying for the spotlight with attention-desperate d celebrities is anyone's guess. But let's hope it's more than desperation and actually some paranormal evidence that the primetime show captures on their cameras. Staying in the theme of Welsh castles, another story was published this week after 50-year-old Denise Tiller went to visit Conway Castle. The scene was so idyllic that she decided to take some photos but it wasn't until she returned home to look through the images that she noticed that within the sun's rays there appears to be a figure of a warrior holding a sword, with other people walking in a line behind him. The castle is no stranger to paranormal activity. The castle, which is over 700 years old, built in 1283, have often had the apparition of two monks suddenly appear and the presence can be so strong dogs flatly refuse to go into certain areas. As well as the two monks, a black figure can often be seen stood at the top of the tower watching over the town of Conway. This next story will really freak a few of you out. What would you do if you had been watching IT and then heard someone whisper Georgie in Pennywise's voice in your house? Sounds crazy, right? But it was exactly what happened to Reddit user L 22 After watching the film, the couple retired to bed but found the security camera had picked up something in the night. Two bangs can be heard in the kitchen area, before a very clear, Georgie, is whispered. The owner thinks the house is haunted as she keeps seeing shadows and hearing bangs. Many thought this was genuine footage. Others thought she was just clowning around. I know, that one was bad even for me, wasn't it? (laughs) There has been debate raging on Reddit after a user was searching Google Street View to explore the catacombs in Paris, then she noticed a figure in the centre of the picture. Now, at first, all I saw was a blur of light, but as I zoomed in, the translucent shape shows a face and colourful clothing, leaving many people to claim it's a camera glitch of a real person and denying its plausibility. But my response to this is if you look at the billions of photos that Google Street View has created, how many show people as a ghostly figure? If it was thousands or even hundreds, then you expect that yes, it's a camera glitch. But when I know of none, it does tend to make this explanation rather implausible, and does suggest that this is an image of evidence of something else completely. Back to the Daily Star, we printed the story of a man who was on a video call to his fiance when he heard some bangs in his garage. His fiance jokingly said, "It's a ghost." So the man took his phone inside the garage only to see his toolbox swivel at the far side of the room before dropping off the table completely, much to the camera operator's complete surprise. The same newspaper uploaded footage of a man who was desperate to get others to believe that his house was haunted. The man who wished to remain anonymous said that his rooms suddenly go cold and he has filmed orbs which follow him around the house as well as recording EVPs of someone saying hey but to truly get evidence, he set up a load of objects on the table and asked the presence to knock over the giraffe toy. Out of all the objects on the table, the giraffe toy is the only one knocked over, and so the man is elated, cheering and saying yes in the buzz that he will finally believed. The camera goes on to the toy which clearly has no strings attached and has left many people convinced that this is real evidence, while others, as always, the serial debunkers, Just believe that he's having a giraffe. And just to remind you all, as I said at the start of the show, many of these videos and articles can be found by searching 40N News Podcast on the Flipboard app. Many news outlets have now shown the incredible tourist footage from the site of the American Civil War Battle of Gettysburg. The video was filmed by 46-year-old Greg Euling from New Jersey who wanted to visit the Pennsylvanian battleground. Greg, who was a firm non-believer, said he was driving along the site with his family when there was patchy fog and then they started to hear strange noises like drums at the side of the road. The next thing the car drives near the cannons, when two figures, which looked like fog, turned into human form, start moving by the cannons at almost triple speed. Greg states that he now believes all the footage he used to disbelieve. Like many sites of a battleground where extreme amount of energy, bloodshed and emotion was spread in such a short space of time, Gettysburg is not shy of haunting experiences. And finally, in the roundup of this week's ghost news, Vinnie Jones, current actor and who once played for the greatest football team on earth, Chelsea FC, sadly lost his wife to cancer last year. Vinnie claims he was a complete paranormal denier, but the night Tanya died... He was sat in his back garden alone. The night had thick cloud and so no lights from stars or the moon was getting through. However, he noticed a white light right above him. Vinny said that the white light was there and there was no denying it. It definitely wasn't a star and it wasn't a helicopter or a plane, it was too low. I don't know why, but in my grief and desperation I said to the light, Is it you, babe? The light shone above me. It didn't waver or change. Was it Tans? There's only one way to find out. I thought about all the time she'd say, where's my kiss? And I would throw one to catch, so that's what I did right there, in that dark garden. I threw one last kiss up to the white light above me. Suddenly the light swerved and dipped and hovered, and then it flew Zoom. This experience has changed Vinnie Jones' view into life after death, and he continues to state that he knows when his wife is still by his side. And I wanted to read these stories. I hope it brings comfort to any of you who have lost people that you love. A now roundup of this week's cryptid news. This is a video footage that you have to check out. I absolutely think it's amazing. A Maine man, not my Maine man, but a man from Maine, called Che Cook, was driving at night when his dash cam caught what can only be described as a shadow beast, run from left to right across the road, and maintained itself as a thick, translucent shadow, despite it being caught in his headlights. The creature which can be seen in the video reported by The Sun shows a shadowy creature with four legs and a tail run at speed crossing the road. Now debunkers have claimed that this is actually a deer, a bear or a big cat but to debunk a situation you have to provide logical rational explanations to counteract the argument. Now last time I checked none of those creatures are translucent or stay as shadows when you shine a light on them. Could this be a sighting of the mythical hellhound, or am I just barking up the wrong tree? Whatever it is, it's truly one of the scariest pieces of footage I have ever seen. 2020 has been a strange year, but one of the kind of after-effects of people self-isolating is we've seen wildlife return to habitats that they've not lived in for a long period of time before due to human activity or pollution. It seems that good old Nessie and Loch Ness is no different to this, with the Mirror reporting that this week a tourist sighting makes the seventh official sighting of the Loch Ness Monster in 2020. Mr Van Schaubeck took a photo of the lake, but didn't notice until afterwards that there was a head sticking out of the water in the centre of one of his photos. Of the six other sightings this year, five were caught on the lake's own official webcam, with the other official sighting being of fireman Ross McCauley, who completely disbelieved in Nesib until he caught his own evidence. And finally, in cryptid news, it's not really even a cryptid, it's just a really strange story. This strange story has emerged from India, about a snake that seems to have a huge vendetta. Yashraj Mishra, from Rampar village in the Basti district in India, is living in terror after the same snake bit the boy eight times in one month. Even when the family moved Yashraj to another village, the Liam Neeson of the snake world still managed to track him down and bite him again. The Indo-Asian News Service claimed that rituals had been performed and snake charmers employed to catch the snake but to no avail. Yashraj, who has had hospital treatment after each bite, is suffering mentally as he just can't figure out why on earth this one snake wishes to target him. Did Yashraj insult his family, sleep with his wife? I don't know, but whatever he did, he certainly peed this snake off. Oh, and by the way, why doesn't the creator of Mickey Mouse like the Scottish Knotless monster? Because he does not. Now for this week's UFO news. UFOs have gotten really big in the news ever since the USA military confirmed their existence, with newspapers going absolutely nuts in printing the stories. Now Japan has stated that it's also officially tracking UFOs. We can only hope other countries will follow suit and the public learn more about this wonderful mystery. First of all, a really fascinating and compelling story the National Interest published a fascinating story about reports from Iran in regards to the F-14 Tomcat jet pilots and their experiences with UFOs. Are these UFOs from another planet or, in fact, as Iran are stating, from the USA? Although there must be no doubt that various countries, in particular the USA, will be monitoring Iran, these UAVs are showing capability far beyond what experts believe even secret USA weaponry is capable of. The article reports that officially the Pentagon is struggling to reach speeds of Mach 5. And yet, these machines that the Iranians have encountered are breaking Mach 10, which is hypersonic flight. The F-14s are arguably some of the finest fighter jets in the world, and yet the Iranians report that these unmanned UAVs can outmanoeuvre them and fly in flying ways that defy the laws of any current technology they've seen, or in their words, astonishing flight characteristics. Iran believes they're being monitored because the country has built three nuclear facilities. They've made claims that one of these UFOs, with blue lights, brought down one of their jets, and also it had the ability to completely jam any of their planes' technology, meaning they could not fire in return. Interestingly, Commander David Fowler, the USA pilot who filmed the now famous Tic Tac incident, has come out this week and publicly stated that the Tic Tac had the ability to jam their radars, officially an act of war, while pulling off extraordinary aerial manoeuvres that no modern human technology is capable of. Both Iran and the USA have some of the best fighter jets and pilots in the world. And yet these other UFOs are completely outmanoeuvring them and shutting down their technology as if it's child's play. To some people, this is scary, but to myself, I find it reassuring. Is this technology from another dimension, from outer space, or is it a country that's far more technologically advanced than anything we know? Whatever the answer, if their technology is advanced as this, then their weaponry must be as well. And yet we do not witness any direct acts of aggression. Often with greater intelligence develops a greater need for peace and understanding. After all, war is not an intelligent or beneficial outcome. Are these UFOs who have also been to different countries and shut down their nuclear facilities here just to keep the peace? The Daily Star printed an article about Memorandum 6751, reputed to be a leaked FBI file from 1947, this is 70 pages long and can be viewed on the FBI vault. It states, and I quote, a very serious situation may develop at any time with regard to flying saucers. If one of these should be attacked, the attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. In the public mind, this may create near panic and international suspicion, end quote. The file claims that the saucers carry crews or are remotely controlled and that they are peaceful, with the aliens being human-like but much larger in size. It also claims that the aliens are not from a planet to our understanding, but are etheric, with them entering from etheric at will before vanishing again. What I'm interested to know is does this suggest that in 1947 the USA government Believe that the UFOs were either spiritual beings or from interdimensional travel. I don't know about you, but it feels like we're being drip-fed bits of information a little bit at a time as a human response test to see how the public responds, and so far it seems pretty good. I've not seen any panic or anything, just vested interest from all of us. So let's hope that it continues, and I hope other countries also follow suit an article appeared in multiple news outlets this week of a woman named Mariah Lynn, who was filming out of a plane window on a flight taken off from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. While filming, she startled to begin to film a large, shiny, metallic, oval-shaped ball streaking across the clouds at great speed. The ball seems to have no wings, no windows, and no form of propulsion, but moves across the sky horizontally at a great speed, faster than you would consider most modern jet planes. There's been a lot of excitement on the internet this week, as people believe that they saw a UFO being recovered near Area 51. Footage of an orange disc-shaped object was being filmed either falling off a truck or being put back on a truck labelled Oversized Load and uploaded to UFO sightings daily. However, if this is a UFO or even a top-secret USA aircraft, then it's being recovered in broad daylight on a busy road by some standard workmen rather than the USA military, which does seem a little incomprehensible. Or, is that what they wanted you to believe? Go check out the footage yourself and see if you can identify what it is. Also causing a big stir on the internet, There's been lots of debates about footage from the documentary series The Hidden Science of Everything, which is on Netflix. After a plane takes off in one scene, keen eyes have spotted an object zoom past the plane travelling in the opposite direction. If you blink, you miss it, but slowed right down, it's a clear flying saucer-shaped object travelling at pace across the clouds, proving it's not just humans that like to photobomb at any opportunity. A local newspaper named the Liverpool Echo has printed a strange photo by a man who was previously a UFO denier and wanted to remain anonymous to the media. The green UFO is the shape of a flying saucer and was pictured in Prescott. The man was in his friend's house and he heard a loud noise which he described as being like a plane so they looked out one of the windows and caught a picture of the strange green glowing saucer in the sky. He stated that it was only there for a few seconds, and then it flew up into the clouds and went into the southeast direction towards Houghton in Halewood. I found this story in particular interest just due to it being similar to the only UFO sighting that I've ever had. So what happened in this story, we'd been to see the Blair Witch Project, so there was five of us who all witnessed this this UFO and it was in 1999, I think it was released. We'd been to see the film in York and we're traveling back. So it would be around 11 or 12 at night. And we were heading back towards the coast. And on the way on the way back, there's a place called Staxton Hill, which is RBF Royal Air Force base. So it belongs to the uh, air military. And above Staxton Hill was this giant, exactly the same color, giant green ball of light which was just hanging there within the air and then suddenly took off vertically at an extraordinary speed. So the the picture was exactly the same colour green as the UFO that we saw on that night. So that was really interesting for me to see. In the next story, the Express newspaper reported that Medellin in Colombia has seen multiple UFO sightings which were filmed and photographed a great number of times right across the city. Although it has been claimed that it is Elon Musk's Starlink satellites, others have said that they weren't in transit above Columbia at the time of the sightings. The footage looks like a string of white Christmas lights hung in space and very similar to the Phoenix Lights incident of 1997. Interestingly, local newspaper the Glasgow Times reported very similar sightings in North Ayrshire, Scotland after a 15-year-old girl named Rosie Bowman took a photo above her home of strange lights in a bow-shaped formation hovering in the night sky. So, are they Elon Musk's Starlink satellites? Or is this a weather phenomenon? And if it isn't, then if they are UFOs, why are they in formation? Is this a monitoring exercise? It does raise some really interesting comments. And doing this podcast, I obviously see the trends in the news. And this type of phenomena has been reported throughout 2020 in all different parts of the world. Another report appeared in the Express newspaper which showed footage of the now infamous Tic Tac flying over USA military base in Newport, Virginia, leaving people worried that this was either aliens or China monitoring the USA weapon systems. Their evidence for either hypothesis? The idea popped into the head, that's all they need. Whatever it is, it certainly doesn't look like any human aircraft we are familiar with. Also, in the same publication... Melissa French was looking for the moon with her grandchild in Sussex, UK, when she took a photo of what UFO enthusiasts are claiming is half a kilometre flying saucer pushing out the clouds. However, having studied the photograph, the more logical explanation is that this is a failed stakehold, a natural weather phenomenon. Despite this, 4TN News Podcast's biggest hero in the world, Scott C. Waring, claimed that it was definitely a UFO. Settling on the cloud ceiling. You know, just as they do. Scotty Waring. Scotty Waring. Scotsy Waring. Sorry, I feel like Scott needs his own jingle. We we love him that much on this show. And my goodness, he's been busy this week. That's right, Scotsy Waring is back. First of all, British paper The Express shared a story that Scott found, in his words, proof aliens are living below New York. No, Scott hasn't been watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The footage shows a large black object falling from a cloud and then, according to Scott, going into a secret underground base in Lake Erie. Scott isn't shy of conjecture. You can't deny the footage is interesting. A black object descends to Earth appearing from a cloud followed by a lightning strike occurring from the same said cloud making this more likely, in my opinion, to be footage of the ball lightning phenomena. In another article printed by The Express, Scott claims to have found not a slim chance, not a possibility, but what he states is 100% unequivocal proof that aliens live on Mercury. What is this proof I hear you ask? A video of a colony? An alien waving at a camera? A letter to Scott postmarked from Mercury? No, it's a shape on the surface that looks vaguely like an arch. Now, when I say vaguely, I mean... If I gave a two-year-old a crayon and asked them to draw a vague art shape, mm, that's pretty much it. Scott also stated that this is absolute proof that the aliens are more technologically advanced than humans. He's obviously under the impression that we're yet able to build an archway with our limited Neanderthal building skills. In another article, Scott claims he's found an alien base, again on Mercury, a planet that is 430 degrees Celsius, or 800 degrees Fahrenheit during the day, and 180 degrees Celsius, or 290 degrees Fahrenheit at night. In his own words, Scott stated, I found another structure on Mercury today. The structure is at the centre of a crater, and has two long legs on each side of a square body. It has a dark circle on top, which is probably a window allowing light to enter, but they are tinted because... Maybe the species likes it a bit dark. The map's ruler suggests it's about a mile across. That's huge. But the fact it has legs is making me think that aliens are using nature as their guide for innovations. End quote. Having read Scott's description, I have to be honest, I was really excited to see this uh, discovery myself. So I pulled up the photograph. And my description is is slightly different to, uh, to Scott's. Now... There is a structure there in the centre of a crater, and I would describe the structure not quite as kind of like a, a hexagon with windows or anything. I'd more describe it as a, a blob of rocks, and I feel that it's in the middle of the crater because it was an asteroid that crashed onto Mercury and created the crater that it sat in the middle of. Not quite as exciting as Scott's version, but hey-ho, what can you do? Look, you've got to give Scott credit because he's actually making the news more than the Beatles did during the heyday. In another article, Scott was on Google Sky and found what he described as a giant alien space station or what I would describe as a blue lump of pixels. But oh no, dear listeners, it doesn't stop there. Scott was also in the news after an upturned animal feeder in a Polish forest was described by Scott as a crash UFO. In another article, Scott saw an alien spaceship, which I described as an iceberg. But my absolute favourite Scott C. in newspaper article this week was one where he really outdid himself in a true case of paradelia. Scott claims he's found proof that Area 51 is working on a 16 metre tall robot but then left it lying in the mud for Scott to find instead of keeping it top secret. But it isn't just Scott, and Scott, if you're listening, I'm sorry for taking the mickey. I do actually have an enormous amount of respect for the amount of work and research that you do every single day, which is why you do make the news, so much love and respect to you, Scott. It's almost as if the public, after the Pentagon has released talk of UFOs, that they're wanting to believe a little bit too much. And this week, we saw many UFO articles to then appear in separate articles a few days later being debunked. And these have been UFOs that turned out to be clouds, a drone. And there was numerous newspaper reports and photographs, which a few days later turned out to be a Goodyear blimp, which turned the UFOs into just FOs, or as I say, sweet FAs. But for every debunked story, there's maybe five or six printed in the news each week. There remains an absolute mystery and which is why we absolutely love to read about them At a time when possession figures have risen to extraordinary heights, the Daily Star online interviewed a group of exorcists on what the most scary experiences are that they have witnessed. One priest stated that he saw a woman levitate up to the ceiling and stay there for six hours. You've heard of the chicken and the egg argument. Well, this one is who was high. Was it her or the priest? A Buddhist exorcist stated that it was his first case that was the worst of his career. The woman he was exercising grew barbed wire hair and her brown eyes turned jet black and full of malice. He said that her jawline turned square and all her teeth were pointed. But despite his lack of experience, he managed to dissolve the demon and that, the change in the woman, was absolutely beautiful. I wonder if he's got a contact number. This sounds exactly the sort of thing that my fiancé needs. And lastly... Reverend Bill Bean told the paper that the most disturbing case of his was where a woman's body was contorting like a serpent in ways impossible for a human body to achieve. He said her features became snake-like and her eyes turning a yellowish-green with reptilian slits for pupils. Despite all this, exorcists are continuing to fight on. That's the spirit. Residents in Redding, California, USA have become paranoid about numbers and letters suddenly being written in the dirt on their car with no explanation reported, according to KERCR News. Two examples reported to police on one car were written 2F and another that said 1F1B. Police could not do anything as no crime has yet been committed and one explanation raised was that it was sex traffickers and 2F stood for two females, and 1F, one 1B, one female, one boy, although no one yet has been taken as of publishing, and as yet, no explanation has been found. Of course, as well, it could all just be a stupid prank, but it remains an absolute mystery. But if anything further develops, you will get it here on the 4 News Podcast in any upcoming episodes. And in the final story this week, acoustics engineers at the University of Salford in Manchester, England, created a miniature model of stonehenge to look at the site's acoustics. In their article published in the Journal of Archaeological Science, the study discovered some fascinating facts. The group created what a complete stonehenge would have looked like in its heyday, but on a much smaller scale. What the scientists discovered was when sounds played in the centre of the temple site, it would be enormously amplified, while anyone standing outside the circle would barely hear what was going on. One hypothesis was the centre circle was a little more exclusive, reserved for nobility and religious figures, but will also be an interesting discovery for acoustic engineering going forwards. Let's hope they use the music by Spinal Tap to carry out the tests. that's it another 4 news podcast i told you it was a bumper week this week but like i said if uh, there's a lot of kind of videos and articles and pictures and things that i've spoken about today um it's all there on the flipboard app if you just go onto the flipboard app and search 4 news podcast you will find it loads of the articles that i mentioned here and loads of others that i collate every single day so a lot there for anyone who's interested in this type of thing I also have a, I've, I've never mentioned it before, I don't know why, but I have a Twitter and a Facebook page. Again, if you search for News Podcast, you'll find us. Please come and say hi. We also have an email address, 14newspodcast at gmail.com. I absolutely love receiving your mail, and I promise I will reply to every single one of you. So please do come and say hello. Um, also, if you are in different parts of the world, and have local newspapers, and you find articles that would be really good on the show, then do send them along, and you'll get a shout-out as well for sending them in. So before we go, as promised, um, if you remember last week, um, I told the story about how I'd been to my friend's house to comfort him, and when I returned home, there was a lighter in the middle of my bedroom floor, which had jotted there, and I had no explanation for what it is, and when I told him the next day, he told me that when he went back in his front room, candles were lit on his mantelpiece that weren't lit before so that was why kind of one story now the same guy uh, a few days later after i told you that came around to my house and he asked me how i was and i told him i was annoyed because i couldn't find my glasses and i use glasses when i'm typing on the computer uh, and uh, kind of reading and things like that now while i'm telling him this um there's a crash to the side of me and what had happened was while i'm saying i can't find them, you know i'm really annoyed and i wish they'd come back i've asked the kids they don't know where they are etc etc the glasses just appeared out of midair from about two foot off the ground and just dropped to the floor witnessed by both of us absolutely mind-blowing incredible and still quite cool and then starting to get a little bit annoying now Um, My son started back at school, well, both my kids did, but my my son started back at school and he needs, um, obviously here in the UK, they have school uniform. And he had a blazer which I'd taken to get repaired Um, and I gave it to him to hang up in his room, which he did. When it came to getting the first day of school, his blazer had gone missing and we turned the house upside down. I went in his room and completely... Looked at every single item of clothing in there, and so did he, and we just couldn't find it. School were ringing me, saying, you know, he needs his blazer, we can't just keep giving him one. And I said, look, I don't want to buy one because of £35, and as crazy as you think I am, this stuff keeps happening where stuff disappears, and then it just suddenly reappears again somewhere else, and I'm sure it will turn up. And basically, I left it so that on if it hadn't turned up by Monday, I was going to have to go and buy him a new blazer. So Sunday night, we had another look around, emptied his room again. It wasn't there. Just as I'm about to quit and give up and go to bed, right there, right in front of where Charlie sat, was his blazer resting on top of his Xbox, a place where he's looking all the time, a place where I knew I looked for absolute certain, and it appeared. Yeah, that was getting a bit annoying now, and, and I feel really silly because... This is the type of thing that I go with my team into other people's houses to investigate and help with. But when it's happening here, I don't know who it is or why it's occurring. But it's really frustrating and annoying now, and I wish it had stopped. So if you're listening, give over. So that's it. My voice lasted. Thank goodness. And um, That's the end of another show. Thank you again for listening and tuning in. Please do spread the word. Please subscribe. And please tell someone else that might like it, you know, uh, share it on Facebook, all those type of things. I'd really appreciate it. But also just come and say hello. Email me, um, get in touch on Facebook and Twitter. I promise you I will respond to every single thing that you send in. I I really do. Um, And just thank you ever so much to every single one of you. Um, It'd be nice to put some names to those statistics that I see about who's downloaded it and listening. So thank you so much. And I hope you all... Stay safe, that your family are safe and that you all are having a peaceful and restful time. And just a quick PS before I go, uh, just to remind every single person here to go and check out the Grave Talks podcast um, with an interview with yours truly. Um, it was a real privilege to do it. I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously here you hear me deliver the news with absolutely terrible cheesy corny jokes on top um, but you don't hear my own views and opinions uh, not that i'm anything special or important or anything like that but i have kind of been involved in this and just that i've got some kind of views and ideas that i haven't heard or read anywhere else that you might find interesting uh, to do with neurodiversity and those types of things i i've got acute adhd And I I do think that children have an ability to see the paranormal things and that we kind of lose that in terms of um, adolescent brain development. And yet if you're neurodiverse, I think you have a more, uh, your brain develops a different way and you have an ability to kind of maintain some of those childhood abilities. So we kind of go into that um, and lots of other things as well. And it's just brilliant because Tony is so passionate and knowledgeable about this whole um, forum of, of experience as well. So it's really good. Um, I, I really enjoyed listening back to it uh, with fresh ears. So please go and like it and listen and download. And tell him go and say hello to Tony and tell him that we sent you. Uh, thank you so much once again to each and every one of Now, I'm going to go to bed. I'm rambling because I'm absolutely exhausted. It's 2.30 in the morning and I've got to be up for work in a few hours. Oh, no. So yeah, just please stay safe, look after yourselves, look after everyone else around you and uh, much love and good night to every single one of you. Peace. Quality, authority, better than the majority. No stopping me or dropping me regard the monopoly. Piece of voodoo hoodle like you do but we do Things do the foo foo Hip hop don't need you <laughs>